Hello, this is Rob and Mike from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, and this is Think Smart with TMFG. Today on Think Smart with TMFG, Mike and I will be discussing jumping on the bandwagon. Mike, it is the time right now, if you're a Toronto sports fan, to jump on the bandwagon. Stanley Cup. <laughs> the Stanley Cup. We just had our first 60-goal score, yep. and the playoffs are about to begin. And who knows? We could end up with a Stanley Cup parade in this city. I'm there. Raptors, they're going to come back. The Raptors could be the first team in NBA history to come back, and who knows? Maybe by the time this podcast comes out, we still may be playing Game 7. Yep. And then we've got the Blue Jays that look like they could be, well, a lot of experts are picking them to win the World Series. So it is time to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, we, you've always been an early adapter. <laughs> we've called you that. So I guess there's a fine line between early adaption and jumping on the bandwagon, is there? <laughs> so I thought it might be interesting to talk about some of the, the bandwagon jumpers that have happened recently in the investment world. And and. You know, I've got a couple that I thought I would share with the, the, our audience today. And the, the main one is the FANG stocks. And so let's talk a little bit about the FANG stocks. So, Mike, who are the FANG stocks? It's Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google. So they were put together a number of years ago as a grouping. And, and because they were so successful and these companies were growing very fast, the stock was going through the roof, the media loved it, they loved the story, they got all excited. Um, you couldn't turn on uh, your television station and hear anything financial without one of these five companies being at the list. And, and you know what, they delivered. They delivered phenomenal returns to their investors and those companies grew dramatically. What do the fangs look like today? Not as great. They've lost a little bit of their bite, we'll say. You, you found some of them have held up reasonably well. The, one of the problems with fangs is these companies got bundled together more for their performance over a period of time rather than what they actually do because some of them don't belong in the same. Like Netflix doesn't belong with with Amazon, right? They or, or Google. I mean, Amazon have, it has a video but service, you but the N in that you, word. you needed the N, so it, ha it had to be in there. So they were more related by their relative outperformance of the rest of stocks in the marketplace than anything else. And we saw between Facebook and Netflix, they've just been clobbered over the last just recently with Netflix, and I think that one seemed obvious with all the competition was there. And we saw Facebook get hit pretty badly a few months ago too. So let's look at some of these numbers because they are they're just mind-boggling. So in 2021, just last year, Facebook hit a market value of $1 trillion. And then they decided to change their name to Meta. And the company is now worth a little above $500 billion. Now, $500 billion is nothing to sneeze at. That's a, still a huge valuation but it's down 47% over the last 12 months. Amazon, brilliant company, deliver goods to me all the time. I, I use Amazon once or twice a week for sure, down 16% just even year to date. Apple, great product again, down 15% year to date. But those are the good ones. What about Netflix? Down 60%. Year to date. So Netflix just came out and announced they've lost 2 million subscribers. So people are having to go back to work. Inflation's increasing. So people are looking at how I can cut my expenses. 
Netflix had just raised their prices and people are bailing. And so, and, and then you've got Google, great company, does a ton of advertising. It's one of the biggest players in the advertising world today in the world. It's down 25%. And put those numbers together and the, the Dow is only down 9% year to date. So you can see how big those drops are. Is it sort of strange that two of the uh, five FANG stocks changed their name? <laughs> Facebook went to Meadow, Google went to Alphabet. It's funny, you think if you had such a great name. Why, why would you change it? I, I was a bit lost on why that you was happening. You change your strategy, just don't change your name. Like Facebook, what's wrong with Facebook? What's wrong with Google? <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like Google's like, we think of it as a verb, right? Like yep. it's, I'm going to Google something. So what are some other bandwagon jumpers? I mean, we talked about this you know, on a couple of podcasts, marijuana stocks. What was the headline this week? They've just laid off another 10% of their workforce. Yeah. This it's, is happening. It's frustrating because you can see this happening. You see overvaluations are, are out there. You, you know, even when we look at a company like Tesla, we all, we all wonder what's going to happen with this. We, none of us understand it. We, I, you, you drive Tesla. You lo- it's a great I love company. The car. Great car, great everything. But I look at the valuations of Tesla, and I look at a company like Ford is trading under four times earnings, which is just ridiculous. And Tesla is trading at astronomical uh, price to earnings ratios and keeps on, you know, continues to have that interest in it. So in 2021, the bid bandwagon was, was Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Yep. So how's that doing year to date? I can tell you how we've talked about my $1,500 that I've got in the market. It's down about a third. Yep. Uh, last time I checked, Bitcoin was down 20% year to date, yep. about 40% over the last 12 months. Coinbase is down 50%. These things are just getting pummeled. And understand losing 30, 40, 50% is not a lot of fun. What do you do then? Should you buy more? What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Should you get back on the bandwagon? It's very hard when you deal with an asset like that because you don't know what the actual valuation is. You know, we're, we're, I'm sort of old school, but I need a price to earn ratio to judge anything. If I don't have a PE ratio on anything, I can't tell you, I can't give you a clue what it's worth. You know, I have trouble with, with new stocks because they say, what's this company worth? Well, unless you can tell me what it's earning, it's pretty hard to figure out what a company's worth unless you have some idea what it can earn. And, and there is no E because there's no profit to some of these companies. Yeah, without that E, I don't understand. Uh, and I'm not saying it's, it's not going to be somewhere in the future. It, it does have a place in the future. It's just it's very difficult for anyone to price it. What was interesting is... I was listening to some research in a podcast recently, and they were talking about as investors age, they move away from growth stocks and move to value stocks. And so when you look at a, 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 an investor who may be over 50 years of age versus someone who's you know, under 50 years of age, there's a big difference to what they own in their portfolio. And when you're younger, it's easy to get excited. It's easy to hop on the bandwagon. And I sort of thought, you know, what happens is the stock starts to go up and then the media decides to jump on it. There's a good news story there. The stock's going up, business is growing. It's an exciting new technology. And who starts to buy it? Yeah, all the young people. All the young people, why? Because it's exciting. And plus they have more risk tolerance too. They, 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 can, they can afford to take those risks. It's the one thing that's interesting. When you look at that study, 
the one good thing is humanity does learn lessons over time because as people get older, they can only be burnt so many times on the growth scenario. You know, you, you saw it in 98, 99 when everyone lost on the dot-com and they lost in 2007 and eventually it gets now and they see it coming again. All the old guys are in their 60s going, I've seen this before. <laughs> you guys go have fun. Go have fun. And, and we'll see you at the end of the day. <laughs> I think what makes it even worse today is social media. So social media plays a major role in bandwagon jumping. It, it, if all you're hearing about how great these investments are, it's hard not to get excited about them and want to put your hard-earned money into them. And we've even termed it, it's FOMO, fear of missing out. That's the biggest thing. Everyone, everyone is so concerned about missing out on that next big make-it-rich-quick scam that's out there. Their, their biggest fear is, you know, everyone else is making money and I'm not. I want in on this party right away. And it costs people a lot of capital. What's interesting to me is it's not just amateurs. It's not just, there's professional money managers that use this as a strategy. So in 2021 and 2020, we heard about this fund and the manager's name was Kathy Wood and it was called the ARC Innovation Fund. And what was always interesting, I used to have an old girlfriend that I dated for a long time and she had the same name. And different people, but they had the same name. So I was always sort of intrigued by this fund. Year to date, just year to date, and here we are, and it's only April, the end of April, that fund is down 50% year to date. But everyone was jumping on the Kathy Wood bandwagon back in 2020 and 2021 because she had delivered stellar returns with some of these FANG stocks. Yep. So the lesson of the day, Maybe you want to jump on the Leaf bandwagon. Maybe you want to jump on that Blue Jay bandwagon. I've been on that Leaf bandwagon a few times in my life. <laughs> it's never turned out that well. <laughs> I keep telling my son, beware of the Leafs. They'll disappoint you. They will break your heart. That brings us to the end of another week. Thank you for joining us. This is Rob and Mike with Think Smart from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, reminding you to live the life that makes you happy. listening to the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management Limited. Asante Capital Management Limited is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Insurance products and services are provided through Asante Estate and Insurance Services Incorporated. This material is provided for general information and is subject to change without notice. Every effort has been made to compile this material from reliable sources. However, no warranty can be made as to its accuracy or completeness. Before acting on any of the previous information, please make sure to see a professional advisor for individual financial advice based on your personal circumstances. The opinions expressed are those of the authors and not necessarily those of Asante Capital Management Limited.